here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guest host or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello world, this is TJ Morris and you're listening to ET Radio. Welcome aboard all you ground troops spinning around smartly on the planet. We call home Gaia, Sophia, and uh, Earth. So uh, we welcome everybody up there in space because uh, we welcome as space advocates everyone and uh, no discrimination. (laughs) We are uh, excited to share who we are. And allow those, uh, whoever they are, wherever they are, if they can tune into our radio waves, to uh, be a part of what we're organizing here in 2019 on planet Earth. We are recognizing our space advocates, or those that know that we are uh, advocating that we travel in space above the planet. So, hope many of you out there recognize us as we are doing our best to communicate with you and each other to have a good uh, association. We are ambassadors of goodwill and uh, would like to share that uh, we enjoy talking about traveling in space uh, and all that that entails. So we have formed an organization, American Communications Online uh, and Cyberspace, with each other as a club, ACO club. I've been marketing and promoting it for years and years, uh, seven years on this one location, this one channel. And uh, we're going to use the ACO uh, as an acronym for those that uh, know me and my friends. And we have many groups in social media, open source, and in social media groups such as Facebook, one of them is Allied Command, the Alien Contact Org. One is UFO Secret Space. Another is Ascension Center. And we have a TJ CT Radio and many others. But uh, for years, we've been talking about different subjects, including alienology, communication of uh, ufology, phenomenology, and uh, anomalous factors in space, uh, unidentified UFOs, basically. And those that may be interested in uh, disclosure or disclosing things that we don't know, and we feel like lately that we are moving towards having our own space force and space, a space command. And uh, we've always been interested in uh, mythology of that in our ancient wisdom, New Thought Teachings Club. And I've been promoting that under Ascension Center and ACE Metaphysical Institute. But lately it's been pointed out to me with the ACO, my acronym, and ACE both, uh, how I have been working to make sure what we think of as ACE metaphysicians, metaphysicians, and I wrote a book called ACE Life Coach, and I've asked people to come forth that help others in our group so we're having a big get together here in uh, gulf breeze florida hopefully people will remember it was a site for ufos i know that's something we're big into and we're going to talk tonight with people that are helping me not just here in gulf breeze where i live in florida but for years we promoted hawaii and the ohana there the spirit of the uh, aloha spirit and ohana meaning the extended family or those that are outside of our family 
So we're creating community here. And Thomas R. Becker, Janet Carolesson, and Ken R. Johnston Sr. have joined me and being my friends in social media, and we're volunteers, and we put out content in free social media like many, many others in Facebook. And we've found that we have an interest in all of this space and what it's all about, talking about intelligence and how we're going to space and NASA and now the corporations and Elon Musk and Sir Richard Branson and all the people that are going to do their best to get us in space. And also uh, just being able to come together and form a group and be uh, community-oriented and building an organization, an organization with a chain of command structure similar to the Allied Command online uh, that they have that was set up on the planet. But when I started writing my books years ago with my husband, Thomas R. Morris, he was a commander and I was a commander, and neither one of us really ever talked about the Allied Command on the planet or that it was associated with uh, transportation or various groups in NATO. So we may talk a little bit about the differences in space versus on the planet and how we can differentiate. Uh, I'll just let you know right off, one of my specialties in training was in the government and in the military and the Navy, but I also was joint. I was uh, allowed to wear Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines uniforms. The only one I didn't wear was Coast Guard, although I did visit the Coast Guard uh, in uh, various places and stages. I learned to tie knots and things like that. But uh, we'll do some military uh, talk our prior training because I'm going to mention Thomas R. Becker was Navy and a, a Mad Painter was Marine training and a pilot as well and Jan, and worked at NASA and Janet Carolesson trained in school with computers and uh, doing what we're doing with events and then she had a uh, government, I believe I can't, I haven't really done vetting on uh, her position, but I believe she was a secretary in her LinkedIn uh, information, but she's been a very good friend of mine helping me with history and uh, researching and doing psychic work and uh, doing radio shows. So she is some more uh, knows this story of the Allied Command in space uh, somewhat of what we were able to say publicly, but we're going to be real tonight with Thomas R. Becker, and we've asked Ken R. Johnson to help take over our Friday shows and now that my husband's deceased, to step into his position, and we're all going to work together. So let me get everybody on here, and uh, I'm going to bring on our station manager, Thomas R. Morris. Nope, that's my husband. Thomas R. – well, he's my deceased husband. <laughs> Thomas R. Becker. Well, Thomas, I never realized that before. If I can get – I'm having a little trouble tonight. Hold on. Here we go. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. I can, I've heard the whole thing. Good. All right. Well, let's get started. Go ahead and introduce yourself, and then we'll get Ken on here and Janet. Uh, I'm a mad painter. I'm general manager here and at Revolution Radio, and uh, I'm a, a talk show host, uh, author, uh, artist, uh, and just very inquisitive about uh, this particular subject. I think uh, disclosure is something we need. Uh, we need to talk about the UFO uh uh, phenomena. Uh, we do have a space force now, according to the uh, Congress. It just has to be all set up, and I think it's a awesome idea myself. Well, thank you for stepping in to help us manage everything 
apparently we're going to do a lot more than just this one show, but let's get Ken and Janet on here. I'll go ahead and let Ken, uh, Ken R. Johnston in Albuquerque, can you hear me now? Oh, I have you loud and clear. I appreciate Good. that. Just a real quick little background, I guess um, I might say, you know, I was with the uh, NASA as a contractor for um, over 14 years from 1966 up until 1980. And um, the opportunity to be one of the four civilian astronaut consultant pilots that we tested the uh, uh, the Apollo lunar module uh, in the vacuum chambers and checked all the systems and then helped train the regular NASA astronauts how to fly it so that they were able to go successfully to the moon and return. Uh, since then, I've, I've um, wow, things are starting to get really, really exciting and interesting with direct contact. And this is one of the things that I've been speaking about uh, for the last several years is that we are now moving into full um, full contact uh, with extraterrestrials. And people now are realizing, you know, if, if we were to remain in separate little small little groups and we had our own little cliques, et cetera, which is great, and we really enjoy being participating in them, but when you when you're if you're looking at it from a military standpoint, it's easy to pick them off one at a time. And we have seen groups and people come and go over the past decades, and now we're at a position where we're kind of. And uh, I appreciate uh, TJ giving me the opportunity to help do whatever I can to help us all form one organization. So with that, I'm ready to turn it over to. Um, uh, our next up, Janet, you are you online with us? Okay, let me turn her on. Yeah. Okay. She's turning me on. Okay. Yes, I'm Dedicare Lesson. I'm here in Hawaii. You know, I've been involved with extraterrestrials all my life. I'm a lifelong experiencer contactee, and I've um, had ongoing contact. That led me eventually to uh, being a um, I wasn't in the service. I was civilian working for the military under Kalama Services, which had taken over from Raytheon uh, on Johnson Atoll, which was a, a secret military base. You had to get some kind of top-level clearance to get on there. And I was, uh, I don't know how I ended up there, but it was a series of events, and I was there from 95 to 97. And then I met my husband and moved here to Maui, Hawaii. So I've been working with Teresa J. Moore since um, 2012. We actually met in 1993. So we've been working together since 1993. That's longer. That's before I met my husband. I think it might be before she met her. So we're here on task, on mission. We have a mission to accomplish while we're alive on this planet Earth. And um, we're joining forces with Thomas Becker and Kenneth Johnston. Um, and it's interesting, Johnson A. Paul Johnson, Ken Johnson, right? So, um, like the synchronicities abound. You know, back to you guys. Okay. All right. Well, all right. Now, I guess we've got a lot to discuss and how to get the best uh, idea that there is a space force, and there's also a UFO secret space that's uh, taught. Uh, basically at conventions and what they call UFO gatherings or UFO events and we can uh, try to organize and get that history available on our website called ufoassociation.org that's ufoassociation.org 
And we want to set that up as a trade association of all the things that have helped us get to where we are today. And our national director is Dr. Bruce Maccabee, Ph.D., and he has a long history in doing exactly that, is going and uh, working with stories of UFOs uh, a long way back to NICAP, and that's why he is our national director because of his history in the UFO business, and we will have him on again here soon with this, hopefully on a Friday night. I've just got to arrange that, but we want to get a little more organized because he started this a long time ago in 2014 with Alien Contact Organization, and he's agreed to be the national director for our UFO association. So he's got two hats to wear, and all of us are going to try to bring them all into how we can orchestrate everybody that wants to have a uh, sort of a who's who in history while we're making history here in 2019 to get organized. So by 2020, going into space, we're going to have those on the planet and those in space, which we're really not accustomed to talking about on a regular basis. So everybody's going to have a part and a committee and a topic, but we've got to get all that organized. So we've got to find out in all these social media groups on Facebook who's talking about what, and everybody's posting. And they all do that free. It's all free social media. Everybody's interested. So uh, these people have all been working in their own way, Janet and Ahmed. And uh, well, they, they're in Radio on Revolution, which we support. I was over there and some of our friends. And then Ken has been going to events, as has Janet. So they know more about bringing these people together. I've been to two events, but more as an author and less of a speaker on ufology. But I am uh, interested in that. But I've been more into the consciousness and helping people with psychic abilities and writing books on bringing us all together. So I also have How to Social Network Metaphysics. So I'm all about bringing people together and forming community. But Ahmed said he would help me because he knows it's hard to do. And after seven years, Janet, Tom, uh, Tom uh, Mr. Becker, uh, Ahmed, he likes to be called Ahmed. I don't know why I'm got all, it's all, we all have these names, but Ahmed prefers to be called by Ahmed, and he's got a story behind that. So Ahmed, let's start with you a little bit and how you got into radio and how you got the name A Mad Painter. Can you give us a little history for people that aren't accustomed to listening to you on other stations maybe give us a little history well i i actually got into uh being a radio host by accident i was asked to fill in for somebody who was absent one night and the next thing i know i had my own intro and my own show <laughs> wow that was quick <laughs> so, so i mean it wasn't I, I never intended to be involved in uh, as a host. I've been involved in the background of uh, radio for, oh, God, uh, probably 15 years now. And uh, I, I'm usually in the background producing and stuff like that and doing sound, you know, and things like that, not a host. But uh, it just happened that uh, I've, I've got, now got the two longest-running shows on Revolution Radio, and they're both uh, right at seven years. So. Congratulations, uh, seven years, and, and they, that's great. The reason I took the that name of Mad Painter was because most people think I'm slightly insane because of some of the subjects that I talk about and I'm interested in. I'm really a general generalist. I don't specify in any particular area. 
I just generalize and try to connect the dots. And when you said generalize, I almost thought you were saying you were a general. (laughs) Well, that's where you come in, Ken. Ken, tell us about your experience in chain of command and military and how you foresee our future, because we have all these UFOs, secret space, uh, alien contact, UFO organization, all these groups and social media. How do you perceive us bringing all this together? Well, it's going to have to be um, a mutual effort of each of whoever's uh, in charge of each one of these organizations. Uh, there's a couple of my I've already talked with, and I'm not discussing names, but um, they they are willing to step up and they want to have a chain of command organized. And for people that aren't military chain of command, you, you have the one at the top that's going to get shot first because they're in charge. But um, hopefully that won't take place anymore. Um, in in the chain of command, we're going to have a central organization and actually going to, um, from what I've seen, they already have a position identified by military rank. And uh, we have a communications officer who's um, a four-star general, if you want to call him that, and that works fine. Um, the military gives us the the ability to um, establish a chain of control of our work. Now, with all types of things, particularly since we are civilians at heart, even though we may have decades of military experience, if the the person, the, the head of it, the what are you going to call them, the, the main director, just like you have in developed for producing movies or what have you, whoever the director is is going to wind up the first one that's going to take the hit. So we want to be sure that we all can work together as a ten as a team. And that's what uh, I'm I'm talking with TJ about. We want to try to bring everybody in under one organization, and uh, we'll we'll make it work. And I think that's going to be to our advantage, particularly those of us that have one run into contact uh, extraterrestrial contact. They want to be able to deal with an organization that is organized. That's the term, of course, organization. And uh, unfortunately, going directly to many of the governments and things, it doesn't work very well that way if they are determined to try to control the whole earth, which, in fact, we are not going to have. We're going to have our own independent direct contact extraterrestrials. Instead of some people call it we're going to play. We're not playing. We're being serious. It's time now for us to be ready for direct contact and full disclosure. And I've been pushing full disclosure for several years now. And I noticed that some of the other people are now referring to and saying we're having full disclosure. So all of you, I I think it's terrific that we can all start pulling together and being part of a team. In fact, we can even discuss what our title of this organization ought to be tonight, Uh, DJ or whoever else wants to step step up next. Tell me what uh, is is a legal title, a legal name. And uh, DJ, you can tell us how it's going to fit in with um, how we're going to afford to have our meetings and have the uh, the people uh, represent us at different locations. Are you ready for that one? Well, yeah. Uh, I was uh, going to say what uh, we talked about legally, and I can bring Janet on in, the, in a minute, Janet, uh, with the one in space because she's more familiar with that. But uh, for right now, uh, on the planet, we need the place to work together in a uh, formal business. So I've got a business license under American Communications Online. 
And so that just happens to be the same acronym that the government knows I've been promoting. I have a, two Dun & Bradstreet numbers, meaning official working on the planet in the way they prefer you to work with the government under Dun & Bradstreet numbers. My uh, personal one under T.J. Moss doing business is ACIR is 1241240038. So that's under uh, T.J. Moss DBA ACIR. Then I have another one that I haven't memorized because it's brand new for American Communications Online. And that is an official uh, name of a company licensed in the state of Florida. And uh, I have a business license here, and we can run that. Now, I have two PayPals to work with the public. One is uh, TJ Mars Agency, and uh, the, the, we use Gmail, Google, folks, because it's the most popular, and it works best on Android or iPhone. So we can use uh, PayPal if you'd like to assist us. And, uh, oh, hold on. That's somebody my house. Uh, Okay. That's one of those alien contacts. That's aliens, aren't they? Barking in the yeah. background. I'm on radio. Well, I have the same problem. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. All right, and I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, Ken, what we'll do is uh, work together under all these associations. And Ken, uh, Ahmed, why don't you say it was American Communications Online with a division or department? as Allied Command Organization to make sure that we were not uh, by any means trying to do anything different. But when Janet and I get to talking about Tom's story a little bit for everybody, you'll understand there's an Allied Command in space already that we had no idea really that they had used the Allied Command in their operations. But I will look that up. There, uh, All these acronyms are going to be swapping over, and Ahmad understood that. But, Ahmed, do you have that written down, or you can refer back to in your Skype call that you oh, you know? American oh, yeah. It, it, it's Allied Command Organization, a division of American Communications Online. That's the full right. title. Right, because when you Google uh, uh, Allied uh, Command Organization, what you get is the government organization. They wouldn't like us taking over their titles. <laughs> that's that's why we that's why we went to. But if you Google, if you Google that whole thing, you'll come up with our shows. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jan. I'm a little. I'm for Janet. Get one more time. What's the full title? It, you just said the uh, uh, Allied Communications Online. Uh, American. American. Oh, Commu- American. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Allied Command Organization, a division of American Communications Online. Okay, got it. Okay, we need someone to take take minutes and maybe produce the uh, the, um, the minutes of these these meetings and these get-togethers that we have, and, and later on we'll be able to bring people in on, uh, that have questions that we can answer online. Is that correct? Now, uh, Janet, you want to jump in because I know you run a you run some good programs yourself where you have people can call in and. Uh, Ask questions and we can try to satisfy them. What do you, you have know, to say? I don't do I don't do a lot of call-in shows because I get so engaged with my guests. Uh, uh, you know, they kind of that's a different style, so it'll go in a different direction. But uh, I know uh, Thomas does like a three-hour show, so there's a lot of call-ins. There, I like a different format, so I get into these interview things where I go really deep with the the. Um, the person, the guest, right? And I do, I do therapy. I do psychotherapy and hypnosis therapy, and so it's kind of my style, right? Um, okay. 
but there's all kinds of ways of doing this. And so I, I envision this show as a panel, um, you know, with the four, I don't know if you'll have guests on here or call in. It, this is just for me right now. But I was giggling because uh, uh, TJ and I were talking about the um, Allied Command. We've been talking for like, I don't know, a year or two. And then one day I just thought, oh, I'm going to Google it. And up came the government. And that's what I told her. I said, oh, my God. Uh, but see, uh, this may have been like a subliminal implantation in both of our minds. Because TJ and I have been involved in government programs all of our lives. It wasn't just experience or contactees. They were like my labs and in the secret military. So and, and so we were just giggling, going, oh, that makes sense that that would be in our subconscious, the, you know, the Allied Command. So I like how you've um, salvaged that. So and Thomas Schiffer said the official title, title again, the Allied Command, which is a subdivision of ACO or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but what would you like to focus on in this show? Do we have a talk of a subject that we're, we're talking about this evening. Oh, so I know what I want to say. Yesterday or the day before, there was a briefing of some senators and the President of the United States on the craft. There are so many crafts apparently uh, buzzing our military, and they don't know what it is, or maybe another faction of the, of the government knows about it, but the front program of the um, military does not know what these are, and they, they were so concerned about their safety that they had this big briefing, um, and then, the, you know, so they're addressing the safety of the personnel, and then they asked Trump what he thought about the extraterrestrial presence. I mean, he didn't, he didn't say that he thought much of it. He, he thought, I, I don't know if I believe or not, but I, you never know what's the front thing they're telling us and what's really going on, what they really know. And I, I know this from talking to TJ uh, about what she knew uh, by her, from her husband. So Tom apparently was in a briefing uh, with Reagan, which was a very famous briefing that Linda Moulton Howe was reporting about. So anyway, I'm talking enough. I'm not sure where this show's going, but I'm passing the talking stick back to who, who's first. TJ, I guess I'm... TJ first, and he goes to. I lost track of this. Where do you want it to go? Uh, we're gonna pull this together because so many people are now allowed to talk about uh, Navy fighters, and uh, even Trump has been asked what he thinks. He says he doesn't necessarily believe in the UFOs, but this is a hot topic now, and it's coming into. Uh, UFOs is unidentified status with cockpit transcripts from elite Navy jets. So, Clay, so uh, uh, Luis Elizondo, he ran a team of, allegedly, I haven't vet, uh, vetted it or investigated, but uh, there's controversy over whether he actually was running a U.S. Department of Defense investigating military base reports of uh, what they prefer to call UAPs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. So his name is up in the UFO uh, lore biz, if you want. Uh, we're trying to decide, as usual, I have ACE, Folklife Society, ACE, which is used at the NATO level, as uh, which I didn't know, but neither did STARS Academy of Arts and Sciences with Louis Elizondo, which is now becoming a public name, in the unidentified uh, aerial phenomena business, uh, 
So uh, allegedly, uh, and I'm saying purportedly because, you know, we all are staying up on the STARS Academy of Arts and Sciences, or S-A-A-S, and uh, his name, uh, Luis Elizondo, working – a lot of these men have left the government in the uh, intel and security business, and uh, they were interested in uh, UAPs, our Unidentified Inside America's UFO investigation, where they gather eyewitnesses or eye-first-hand accounts, okay, with wings and rotors or no wings and rotors, and uh, – just recently on, on Facebook, I put up Agent Morris uh, on Saturday Night Live just to show you how long this is Brown from 2014 with my name and a woman being Agent Morris, um, which I believe is me, <laughs> but uh, interviewing three people. It's really hilarious. <laughs> so check out my Facebook with the SNL, and I said, meet Agent Morris, meaning me, but it was funny because it was an SNL sketch. So what – my job is in in the way of a mission here is to help people in educational entertainment come together with me and broadcast communications and learn how we can all fit in together and to decide individually what is real, who are going to be the new players. Stanton T. Friedman has passed, and we miss him, and uh, other people are stepping up. And uh, what is real as unidentified flying object, if you can believe there is one, and we do. We believe in space advocacy. But my whole thing was alien civilizations exist. And if you hear the play on alien is A, civilizations is C, and exist with an E, lets you know alien civilizations exist. So I had ace and then the word folk life after it, and I created – an ace folk life, meaning under anthropology, which I discovered, folk life in the university academics level in education falls under the Department of Anthropology at school at the university level. So the four of us are going to set up with a chain of command and then have divisions and departments. And ACOassociation.com has some articles and bylaws I've used for many, many years, while, whether I wore a uniform or out and working with Allied Command. But how I see it is ACR, which is uh, at one time with my company, uh, we were advisory council intergovernment relations. So we had an amb ambassador type of position. That's not my dog, but that's okay. That's Ken's, I think. That's but my the dog. Thing is, I'm sorry. Yep. We're going to have dogs on our show because we're doing this live, folks, and we're just meager. Uh, I guess you could say we're all four retired from working with the government or in the government, around the government, but we do radio now. And we're coming together with all these three people putting out information, but what we have in common is we're interested in UFOs, anomalies, unidentified anomalous, anomalous phenomena, as it's said these days, UAP. And we will even discuss USOs, un, uh, which is unidentified submersible objects, and do all we can to bring it all together so you understand uh, in an entertainment way, educationally, that we're just volunteers that are organizing an association and an organization that hopefully we can meet you from time to time, and we're all authors as well. So 
we're authors and we're artists and we're going to put together a magazine. Ahmed, why don't we come back to you and then it'll be uh, Ken and, and Janet again. So back to you, Ahmed. Can you tell us a little bit about how you foresee something pulled together of all these stories? Words. Well, uh, first I want, I'm going to make a comment about the UFO and acronym. Uh, when I was in the military in the 70s, we didn't call them UFOs. We called them FOFs, which stood for friend, friend or foe. That's F-O-F. all they were interested. That's all they were interested in the 70s was if they were friendly or if they were an enemy. Absolutely right. I was in before then, as you know. Go ahead. <laughs> and and that was just uh, you know that's just one of them acronyms. I mean, you might find a lot of information on FOFs that isn't classified as UFOs or SO uh, 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 submerged objects. Uh USOs or however you pronounce it. Uh so if somebody wants to search that 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 might give them another key key direction to go in. Uh, as far as pulling this together, I, I hope we can, because personally, I think uh, when contact is made, it's going to be made with, through an organization that is uh, not government-run, because we know the government's been uh, – well, put it this way. We believe the government's been in cahoots with some of these people, uh, UFO people or extraterrestrial races. I mean, they're still people to me. Uh, and uh, and nothing has been done. We've not gained no knowledge. We've gained no spirituality from these people because the government suppresses the information. And, and I think when they are ready to make a disclosure, they're going to come to a privately run organization and not just separate people. You know, you know yes, they're, they're going to contact certain uh, uh, people here and there and that, but – if if you listen to a lot of these people, if you you can't believe all of them because they all don't agree, you know. So I believe they're going to contact an organization that is set up in in favor of uh, positive contact, and I think that's what we're trying to ob- uh, obtain here. I think okay. that's about it. All I've got to say. <laughs> okay, Ken. Yeah, that's. that's- well, I'm just going to jump over to Janet right now. Uh, Janet, did you want to add something into what he just said? Uh, well, I work with a lot of experiencers, and I think we are in a huge time of contact. I, when I started this uh, even five years ago, or whenever there were there were just few and far between. There were the known ones like Cynthia Crawford and uh, a few, you know, Betty and Barney Hill and. And everybody was in the closet, but it's like it's like the Me Too movement. Now people will say, "Me too, I've had ET contact as well." And the same with the uh, secret space program. Some of them might be called super soldiers. Some might be called, I don't know, Knox Walking. All these different um, moon base, Mars base, um, transport ships going in and out of space. So I'm just uh, the historian. Years ago, when I was at your spiritual center, and I went to one of their special workshops. They were doing table tipping, which I know most people don't know what that is, but I was blown away by table tipping. And uh, during that session, they said to me, oh, Janet, she's the historian. She's the one here to document it all. So I'm doing my job, apparently. I came to this planet 
and then they said that Janet doesn't have very many incarnations. She came here to record this for posterity. So I'm doing my job. I'm participating, and I am a lifelong experiencer. And I know, I, I, you know, I'm not one for predictions. I'm not a psychic that way. But I just feel that 2020 is going to be amazing in terms of what comes out transformational. And I keep holding space for it being in a positive um, direction. Because on some level, we're all co-creating this. And when we focus on the dark and the pain and evil and destruction, it uh, grows. And it's like that Star Trek episode where they got the Romulan, no, the Klingons and, the, and Kirk, it was the Kirk show, and Kirk's crew, they got invaded by this um, this angry circling orb in the, in the ship, and it and everywhere they were fighting, that it would get bigger and bigger, and then they would kill each other, and they they would be killed, and, and they come back, and they go, we can't stay dead, we're gonna be fighting for eternity, and then they somebody noticed this little dark circle glowing and getting bigger and feeding off the energy of them killing each other, and they said, no, we're not gonna let you play with us like a bunch of soldiers on a chessboard, and they started to laugh at it, and they laughed at it, and it left out the hull of the ship and went into space. On some level, we need to be aware that this um, this game of, of us being pitted against each other is just being directed by something. It could be us on a higher level, but it's no longer serving us. And when we get more aligned with peace, then uh, the extraterrestrials are going to be able to work. They're there all along. We'll be able to see them and interact with them. And we're going to draw the ones that are loving and kind of conscious into our uh, lives, into our awareness and be able to communicate with them. So uh, TJ and I spoke briefly, and I'm almost done. Um, I get contact every night now. I'm, I'm so blown away. I'm just going, what is going on? It's amazing, amazing contact. And um, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I know TJ just shared, we had about two minutes before the show. But I'm getting a lot of people saying, I'm getting contact, you know, weekly or monthly, or some of us are nightly. So... I'll pass it back to whoever's next. I guess, TJ, you're next. All right. I'd like to put in, folks, that we're relating to the Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers Europe in Allied Command Transformation. And maybe somewhere subliminally, like Janet said, or somehow we knew this on some levels that maybe in and out of government or working around government offices, that we came up with acronyms like ACO and ACE, but Bob Dean, and I did not understand all that we were going to be doing sharing Allied Command organization, but their Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers Europe, which Bob Dean used to talk about, is SHAPE. Now, that's Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers Europe, S-H-A-P-E, and that's where he worked, okay, in Europe. And so that is, uh, when you pull up, you're going to see a lot of military, but I'd just like to mention for recording for historical reasons, there's Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers, there's Allied Joint Force Command Brigade, NATO Response Force, Allied Joint Force Command, and United States European Command, Joint Warfare Center, International Security Assistance Force, I guess the F, I can't see, it's got dots. Then Allied Command Transformation. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven 
related to Supreme Headquarters Allied Powers Europe and Allied Command <laughs> Transformation. And the Allied Command Transformation logo uh, looks like it has the world in it. It's only got four stars. Well, in our command, we have five stars. And then I've got the Allied Command Intergalactic Relations logo with an eagle and five stars in it. And my husband had a five-star patch worn in space uh, with the stars in a circle oval, whether gold braid or on black or gray uniform. So this is something I'd like to discuss is the ACIR Allied Command Intergalactic Relation patch. And uh, that's the one I've been under ACIR and the uh, also the Supreme Allied Command, which is the five-star patch or one large. Oh goodness, is that you have. I must be. Let me see if that's. Yeah, that's Ken. <laughs> he must be jacking with his thing. Let me see. Oh, I probably. Oops, just a minute. Okay, hold. Yeah. No, I should. I, I should be on now. <laughs> It's um, I don't have a headset set up yet. I'll get uh, better organized now that you're putting me in a spot where I better be able to uh, <laughs> uh, handle what, handle what you're throwing at me here. So, yeah, um, that that sounds great. Uh, that's one of the things I wanted us to be able to discuss tonight is kind of come up with the proper terminology or the proper acronym, if you will, uh, for the organization, so that we're not stepping on any of the toes of the other organizations around there, but yet. That good enough that we can all speak together on the, in the same language, uh, and meaning the same uh, same objectives and goal, and that is for full disclosure and for direct contact and and be able to. Because the way I look at it, in at 77 years old, which is not very old since I'm going to live to 180 plus. Those of you who want to follow that one can do it. But um, if we keep everybody uh, focused on expanding you you talk to the average person nowadays and they'll say oh yeah i'm sure there's extraterrestrials out there or well i've actually uh, had an experience and people are not quite as uh, terrified or afraid to come forward with their individual experiences and it's with that kind of an attitude that makes it easier for all of us to be able to to function and to be able to organize this this group worldwide so i'm 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 here for the, the run of things as long as uh, we're all working together as a team. And um, I think I mentioned a little bit earlier, I'm being uh, an old Marine from Marine Corps, uh, snipers pick them off one at a time. And uh, we don't want to be picked off. We want to stay solid and uh, with the same objective, and that is full disclosure and helping us as homo sapiens sapiens on the planet Earth to join in on some of the intergalactic organizations. So perhaps, um, uh, TJ, you, you were throwing out some ideas a little earlier on the full title that this organization should have. Can you enlighten a little bit more on that? Well, I use the ACO for the acronym, and I use ACE. And the reason was I used ACE in the folk life, meaning myth versus history, ACO that I was trying to work with, but back in 1945, uh, there was a disbandment under Eisenhower, and from what I understood from my husband, uh, that working with Supreme Allied Command in space and uniform with our logos is, I don't know whether we want to use those used off-planet or not, so this is up to, you know, all four of us, I guess, to start with. But uh, the Supreme Headquarters Allied 
stationary force, uh, Ken, had like a flaming sword uh, on a chevron and uh, with red, blue, green, like a rainbow, but uh, on effect on top. But that was Supreme Headquarters Allied Expeditionary, S-H-A-E-F. And Arthur Tedder was the commander, and Dwight D. Eisenhower was the supreme commander. But that was allies of World War II. So we need right, to be right. allies of hopefully not the war coming, but the allied command that I worked with was like protectors of this galaxy, but we were universal. And Tom and I's position was with uh, the uh, allied command as far as this quadrant, running a quadrant of the Milky Way galaxy. But it was only where we are in this because we had this outside corner of like the Milky Way galaxy, but we were out in space and went over to the uh, Andromeda galaxy. So Janet was always interested in the, in the fleet, which you're now fleet commander in our organization, but she liked the five ships. And we have yet to write all that, but I haven't the picture, Ken. Can you hear me? That's your Yeah, I'm on I'm with you. Uh, I wasn't going to say, though, is, uh, is there some way that the, all of our, our guests that are listeners that are in that, that may have some suggestions and ideas along that line to where, uh, I mean, I'm willing to put out my uh, email address and people can hit me direct. They might destroy my email spot. But uh, or, or if any of the other of us here tonight have a suggestion where we can have people make direct contact with us and give their their uh, inputs and their ideas because right now we are at the very 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 infant stage of organizing the the whole allied force and now uh, in re, in what you were just describing the uh, you know if we can make it much more of a universal peace type organization but with strength then I I think that having a sword with flames and everything else is a little bit too militaristic, and, and I'm, I've been military all my life through, through from the time I was in the uh, ninth grade up through college, and then in the Marine Corps. So I've, uh, I understand chain of command, but if we can do it so that um, uh, that the average person out there can understand that we do have a an organization, we do have a chain of command. If they do want to make an input, that it will be listened to or, or uh, taken into consideration, and uh, we can help it develop and grow without uh, looking at people that, uh, and there's a lot of people that, and, and I probably even consider myself, those of us who've been in the military during conflicts and, and wars and things, I, I served during the whole Vietnam War, most of it, and um, I would much rather see a uh, allied peace command in some way that uh, if it's, I'm sure that people out there have some good ideas and good inputs. Uh, TJ, what is the best way for us to be able to allow everybody to contact and uh, put information out where we can then take a look at what they're making suggestions of. Well, uh, Matt and Janet and me and you need to come up with, uh, you know, I can pay for us an, a government type of uh, business type of email. But for right now, uh, we're using Gmails, but I've set up uh, – uh, Gmail for Allied Command Organization at gmail.com for one. But, uh, Ahmed, can you help Ken with why there's so much noise on his end? Ahmed? 
I have no clue. Uh, he's moving around quite a bit. He's, you know, he's got a son no, microphone. I, <laughs> I, I kicked the dogs outside and I've closed the door. I have an air conditioner going in the background, being out no, here in the desert that we're in. With, it has something to do with your hands or something up close. Something to do with, uh, Ahmed, can you explain it? Is the way, are you holding your phone? Is that it? You'll yeah, be able to I am it. having to hold my phone. Yeah, that that could be it. It's just you know, it it could be when he moves or something. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll be more careful. Yeah, uh, we'll have so. to get you a holder or something. So that's something we want to consider for future radio shows. But that's just because it's picking it up. And uh, regarding what we're doing tonight, folks, uh, if you want to participate, there is a, a chain of command. We're doing some ideas for how when we meet you. But uh, right now, the UFO Association is a good title for coming together because there's so many. They've established over time that UFO is a good keyword in cyberspace. Now, ACO can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, and so can UFO secret space. But Janet and I found out that when we ran Alien Contact, we've got a lot of people in Alien Contact. They like that in social media. They also like UFO Secret Space. So we have those two if you'd like to join them free and and Facebook out there. So these are groups. But now what we're talking about with Ken, Janet, and Amanda is not only just using a radio show for educational purposes, is to come forth with what we find out and how we know globally that we are going to be space advocates. So, yes, Ken, that was important that you brought up. And, uh, Janet, uh, we'll get back into rotation here with the fact that we know there are going to be advocates and there's going to be anomalies that we don't understand that they're educating the public on in what's called sort of an exposure to disclosure program or a soft disclosure with people allowing films that the government's had to go out to History Channel or stars or whoever they think they're working with with groups that they're going to get direct film but uh ahmed and i were talking about what's being released and how ahmed can explain how they change and we need to be up on our pixels and graphics among our artists with the deviant arts or with our patreon groups or whomever but establish the object a lot of noise and Kim. Was that noise coming in at that time? Oh, big time, yeah. What, what oh, because I, I got up. I, probably me. I got up and I moved and opened the door and got the dog out of the office here. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so I apologize. It's, whenever, I'm gonna, it's your speaker I'm picking up. The, the something. It, it's not that bad. I mean, we can hear everything over it. Yeah, it's just. Okay. Uh, yeah. We, we're used to uh, some noise, but it's just I think your hand's right next to your speaker or something. It sounds. Really, uh, but that's you'll you'll be able to hear it. It'll just be in the file here. But regarding what we're doing, we can a discussion on this. But we've got to acknowledge that there are people that are aware of uh, space force that may be aliens that are malevolent, and we know that there are aliens that are benevolent. And not everybody calls them angels or extraterrestrials. And through folklore. And because we can't prove it, it's called myth, and legends have been built. And Stan Lee made a fine reputation 
presenting um, Marvel Comics, and I just love the characters and the movies and the entertainment. And we have Comic-Con now, big events. People dress out and uh, do role-playing. So there's lots of of, uh, the myth and legends in books and comics, Ace Comics, Marvel Comics, and Thor and Supergirl and uh, Tony Stark and you know, we watch this for entertainment, and it's funny that it's coming all together on that. So one of my things with Ace Folk Life with a brand I have was for art culture education for the government in the United States of America I was asked to work with. And we would go to Smithsonian and take our music and our stories up in the mountains. So I sort of brought that knowledge in academia in the universities under anthropology over to – what I considered the UFO Association and asked people, including Stanton T. Friedman, who was well-known at wanting to know the truth and saying that UFOs are real was his title, uh, slogan or uh, byline or uh, service mark, uh, and he did some tapes. I used to own most of them back in the day, and uh, Stanton has a history of being one of the oldest that started in people's Homes and then getting asked to talk about what he knew about UFOs. And there were quite a few books out before that, and there's a history in ufology that we all relate to. So there's books out there, and there were people that collected books. And I got into the metaphysical, not just UFO, but when I went to events uh, in the early 90s, the UFOs weren't accepted into the, meta- the bigger events. So they struggled to get a whole, their own little area, or at least a, a row of people that were into UFOs and books. So it didn't come along with all the body crystals and you'd say body, mind, health, or new age community type events. But Star Trek, they became fandom events. Star Trek helped, and I've got a group called Star Trek or Star, Star Warriors that does really good. And Janet recently brought on X-File people, X-Filers, up in Connecticut area or Rhode Island or New Hampshire up in there. So there's various groups like ours forming, Ken, in different groups. And we just have to decide what it is with space, if that's what we're going to concentrate on and work heavily with understanding that we have those that are looking to form groups on the planet and the educational entertainment purposes of knowing research and those that are real journalists, real researchers, real historians versus those that are playing in the Comic-Con myth books gamers because they're very real. My grandson's earning money in in tournaments, in gaming. So uh, we need to rotate this back. Let's see. So it was Ken and me and Ken and me and I'm a little bit Janet. And then Ahmad, uh, we need to rotate again. So uh, Janet and, and Ahmad. Ahmad, how do we want to do this? Go back to rotation? But you and Janet need to talk some. Oh, I'm, I'm fine. I, I, I'm finding this all real interesting. Uh, there is a big move in, these, in the gaming industry and uh, uh, the uh, Comic-Con. I mean, Comic-Con is one of the biggest uh, conferences out there uh, to date. And uh, I guess for the UFOs, it's the contact in the desert, I believe, is the biggest one right now. But, uh, you know, it is two separate uh, type deals. Uh, one's fantasy and the other one's uh, 
reality. So, <laughs> so we're going to have myth in history. So everybody write that down, that it's myth in history. And how do we separate those two? And that is going to be the big difference, at least with ACE and ACO acronyms. And the government has all these different banners and badges and things that Ken would like to use, too. And uh, we're going to have UFO trails. But uh, what I've found is the government is allowing us to look at alien abductions between 47 to 69 at the height of the Cold War all over the country. And Janet's been picking up people, but they – the historians concentrate on the UFO sightings, and they reported them in Project Blue Book, and the Air Force picked up that. Okay. And the scientific investigations, now there's those that believe they are very scientific and engineering type of energy. So, Ken, that falls under engineering, which you worked with in NASA, but you're also a pilot and a Marine, and Janet, and we're, what we'll do is decide who can run what division would be a smart thing for us to do since you're wanting to set up a chain of command. So Janet can assist us definitely with those that she's interviewed with alien contactees, and uh, the UFO Association can handle the entire project for UFO sightings are people that have already been in the business for years and years setting up their cases. So uh, I just need y'all to talk about, you know, how we're going to do sightings versus contactees versus events. We, we can handle it all as far as news and reporting as journalists. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to be yep. doing it all, right? Right? <laughs> so whoever wants I to agree. take That's, over. Yeah, uh, Janet, are you still with us? Uh, yeah, I went on mute, so I minimized my noise. Am I, are you able to hear me? <laughs> yeah, I did the same yeah, thing. I mean, and what I wanted to ask you, uh, Janet, is because yeah. um, I'd like to see us be able to make it into an organization that the people that prefer to go to Comic-Cons would like to come into um, our, our meetings as well and vice versa. In fact, that um, in, we were talking about how we have uh, contacts in our dream state, if you will. I mean, i I've already envisioned or seen it happen where we would have representatives of our organization that want to go to a major, um, oh, like contact in the desert or any others. I've been to those many times, but um, and we want to come into uh, in the meetings with a kind of a uniform or clothing on and represent who we are and what we are. Uh, I think that'd be great. And then those that think we aren't serious, they'll find out that we are very serious in it. And um, and also, there's no reason we can't have some fun while we're in the same process. Now, how, do you do some of that stuff with uh, some of the organizations you have, Janet? Right now, I'm just, um, you know, doing mostly interviews. I'm working on some videos. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm figuring it out as we go, too. I've been attending conferences the last 20 years, and I started with recording. Now, uh, when you were talking about that, I thought maybe it would be nice. If you get a nice logo going, but we still are working on the name. We've got to get the name. <laughs> I spent, uh, I think we spent three hours when I met with the group in Arizona about the name for the conference. So coming up with the name is really critical. And then the energy coalesces around the name. And people tend to be self-sorting. So if you say, here's the name and here's the departments that we're going to have under this name, they'll say, oh, I want to be in this department or that department. 
But uh, getting the structure, you have to create the basket, the container, and then people, you know, it's like that uh, movie where they, they built a baseball field in the in the in the cornfield, right? And if you build it, they will come. So I'd like to see us get really organized and build it, and they will come. And uh, it'll get bigger and bigger. I, I was there when Contact in the Desert started. It was the first year. Um, I was uh, I've seen them grow to, they were 4,000 people this year. That's about the biggest one we have. Um, so we could get that big. But, you know, when you compare it to the, uh, what do you call it, the Comic-Con, okay, I was there back in the 70s, early 80s, working the Comic-Con. And they had comic books in the original day. <laughs> the Comic-Con was because you had comic books. And then you would have some of the, the people that made it into film. So we had the original Superman from the 40s or 50s or something, you know. But now uh, I was talking to somebody last year at, the US, or at Contact in the Desert. They said, we're from San Diego. I said, oh, do you go to the Comic-Con? And this couple said, well, you have to go online. They give you a certain period where you can buy tickets. And it's like a lottery. So you go and say, okay, I want to buy two tickets. And then you wait. You, like, hit enter, and a circle goes around. You wait, wait, wait. And then finally it comes back and says, either congratulations, you won. You get to buy your tickets at whatever they cost. I don't know what they cost. Or, sorry, you lost. Try again next year. I mean, they're so big. They're turning people away, and they had 350,000 people. And when I when they started, you know, we had maybe 200 or something in a in a Hilton hotel back in uh, in Pittsburgh and, and other locations. I went to one in West Virginia, one in Pittsburgh too. Very small. So we can build, but I, we've got to get ourselves um, focused into one mind. You know, keep fine tuning. It's like a, when you build a, a group, the group can grow. You have to have the foundation, which can be the four of us, and then it grows and evolves, and it's the container for this to happen. So that's my two cents. Over to somebody that else. That sounds good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I kind of feel the same way, and, and but it, giving an outlet for people that um, – need something to be a part of. That's just the basic nature of human beings. They want to feel like they belong. And that's why I was looking at a way of bringing in even the Comic-Cons, uh, which is more of the fantasy side, but it's for fun. Now, and, and even in some of the bigger meetings or organization uh, conferences or whatever you want to call them, I think we should be be open to allow uh, people from all different um species, if you will, to be able to come and, and enjoy bonding together. And Because let's face it, Earth is going to have to take its place amongst the whole intergalactic federation of station beings and, and planets. So um, I don't know if that fits in with any of the things TJ would add as an idea of what we're going to officially uh, identify ourselves with or not. But that's kind of what we're all getting together for right now, and that is a way to to uh, come up with, with something that works with all the other different organizations and uh, yet accomplishes the goal and objectives that we're trying to do. 
So is, is that fit with you there, Janet? Uh, not Janet, uh, uh, TJ? Yeah, the History Channel took over a lot of our uh, information and got it out for UFO history. And we had an interactive map for UFO sightings, okay? And uh, we used the Cold War from 47 to 69, and I was born in 51, and that's when the Lubbock Lights came out, is August 51. So, you know, I'm coming along in human form with what is now being declassified. So I feel like all four of us are on a timeline. So I'd like to also include uh, the paranormal in our stories because all of us can write stories as authors and journalists and historians and researchers. But many people thought when the group called the uh, STARS Academy of Arts and Science with Tom DeLonge came out that they would get the cream of the crop videos. And, Ahmed, if you'd like to talk just a minute about UFO capturing videos and pixels, I would appreciate it. Because in our group, we're going to have to do our own debunking of what is entertainment and crossed over into adding UFOs. Because now we're getting into not just stories and paranormal clubs, but which I have ACO Club, but I was into a metaphysical institute. So I run a metaphysical group. And I run a UFO group. There we go, the Body, Mind, Spirit, ACO Association, Ace Metaphysical Institute, ACE. So I, I've always thought of myself as an organizer, but an author and a consultant and an artist, too. But I met J. Allen Hynek. Uh, he was an astronomer that classified uh, in, and was very well known. And uh, he launched investigation into Project Sign. So Project Blue Book came along in 47, and Kenneth Arnold uh, was said to, uh, he was an amateur aviator, like you can, a pilot, in June 24, 1947. So that's where most of the people's information comes from, starting with Kenneth Arnold being taken seriously June 24th when the name Flying Saucer came out. So, you know, the History Channel is picking up that and running Project Blue Book, which I have not seen yet, believe it or not. So uh, there's many ways that are much bigger and much more popular. But, uh, you know, we've been doing this for years and years. And Stan Friedman I liked my name, UFO Association, so I'd like to keep that in honor of all those that came along with me. And I was a writer with UFO Digest. But the Allied Command was the name my husband and I realized we were in in space, so that's still a part of our history, and that's going to be in our books, and we've talked about it for years in my books and in history. So there's different names that we use for different things, and uh, now we've got the Supreme Allied Command, but there's those on, on Earth too. So, you know, starting with the Cold War sightings and moving forward, we're creating our own history, but there's television, movies, videos, stories, events, gatherings, groups, and it's going to only get bigger and bigger. So we'll have those on the planet and off the planet historically. So everybody's going to be archiving out there, not just our group. It's just who does, what, who wants to get together and form a more formal community to be recognized as a trade association. Of We recognize this person as a journalist. This person does good research. This person has good archives because everybody's going to be able to do something, but we can't all do the same job, Ken. So there go 
I like your idea of chain of command. Does that make sense? Like you do at NASA or any other group, but getting people to work together. Now that's a people person thing. <laughs> that is the hardest thing to do is to get people to work together, and uh, that's that's one of the main things that we're trying to do here. Uh, that I see. Um, one of the things you pointed out, I wanted to, to touch on that was the government letting us continue. We already have, an, and you've even brought it up, TJ, that uh, we've been monitored and the, and the governments are allowing us to continue the direction the way we're going because, let's face it, Big Brother really is out there, but we're doing our best, and so long as we still have uh, you know, free access to the radio and communication to people, and so long as I think we're headed in the right direction, that uh, we're going to be allowed to continue. Let's, let's hope that, uh, and, and in reality, if we get shut down, maybe the um, our friends, ETs, will be able to come in and give us another way to communicate. So, anyway, it was glad to hear that. Um, hey, I might. Do you want to jump in on that one? I'm going to push the button. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, I'm going to put it on mute. I, I want to address something that uh, TJ mentioned about pixels. Uh, I'm I'm a graphic artist. I, I play in uh, what's called Paint Shop Pro. And now there's plenty of programs out there, and most of them are called Photoshop. But uh, mine's a little different. Uh, it, I can actually create stuff and add it into photographs. And uh, over the years, I've uh, come across quite a few of what can only be called fakes. Now, not it's not as many as what you would think there is. But when you carry it into a, a Photoshop or a, a, a paint shop, and you can drop it down to the pixel level, you can see where sometimes these people who think they're smarter than they actually are will use pixel different uh, images and try and blend them together to make them appear as though they're the same image. And when you can get down to that level, you can see the difference. And uh, so, so what you see on uh, Facebook a lot of times ain't necessarily a real UFO uh, photograph or a UFO video. Now, it without a normal person wouldn't know the difference, but uh, a regular, you know, somebody who's been into graphic arts and ha- it wants to take the time to go look at it, they can see the difference. So, we we do have to be careful with what we consider an actual sighting if it isn't been uh, vetted. That's what Bruce Maccabee done for years. He vetted all these uh, UFO videos. And the ones that he are, is, is not, could not say were fakes, more than likely they are real. You know? So we, we do have yeah, to watch was, that. That was one of the biggest concerns, uh, I think, that... Um, NASA, the government, and some of the others were concerned about because the archive that I kept was right down to the actual photo numbers and identification on each one of them because I came off the the first printings of the negatives right. that were brought back on each missions. And, so, and believe it or it, not, it, Photoshop or Paint Shop was actually invented by NASA in order to hide this stuff. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. But, so, um, what you're you're you're, 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 trying, you're saying that's what we're dealing with is people that think they've got something that's uh, proof, 
but yet when you get it down to the pixel level and you can take a look and see, you can see where that has been doctored and, and messed with. And that's, yeah, you, that's, you can actually uh, see cut, cut lines and stuff like that. And, they, you know, they think somebody handed them a true video, and it's really not, you know. I mean, to their mind it is, and they believe it's true, you know. So they put it out there. But uh, that's a big, we, we just have to be have careful to. with it, that's all. People jump jump to the conclusion, and they hear a story, and they don't do what uh, T.J. just did. While we were talking, I can tell. She went back and did some quick research and pulled up the right names and the right location and the right times. Unless she has it all right up the front of her memory, but thanks to that auto accident I was, I was in a year and a half ago, um, my frontal lobe makes it a little difficult sometimes to, to keep keep the flow going. But <laughs> you're doing great, uh, T.J. Appreciate that. So, anyway, now, uh, any other suggestions along this line where we're headed here on Janet? Um, well, I wanted to I wanted to make a comment. I, I work with uh, my husband, Dr. Sasha Luss, and we do, we've been doing therapy, different therapies, different psychotechnologies uh, for the past, I guess we're, go, we're together going on 24 years. It just blows my mind. It's like, oh my God, that long. And he's been doing this, uh, he's turning 79 on July 9th. Happy birthday to Sasha. And um, well, he's been... Uh, doing psychology since the 60s. So anyway, it's, it's interesting to see the lies that people tell. We don't know if it's um, conscious or, or subconscious or, or um, you know, implanted into their brains. <laughs> but the story, if you look at all the stories, the truth, the lies, and the, and the stories that they want out there, then you get a bigger picture of what emerges of, you know, it's like the group gestalt, the group story, and what are we saying? Uh, so even looking at the lies tells you the story about the truth. You know, what are they hiding? What don't they, what don't they want out there? Um, what are they leaking? So we've got stories within stories, layers and layers, uh, because you're dealing with the, the subconscious, the, the superconscious, the conscious mind, the program, the projection, the reflection, the... Um, what does he call transference? When you react to somebody in, in some other, you know, they're in the apparent other form. They're not you, right? They're, there's you and not you. What you react to is a transference, and it's actually a part of you that you reject. So I see in the UFO field there's a lot of debate about what's real, what's not real, what's true, what's not true. Um, I look at it all and I go, what is the story, the human story? that emerges from all the stories and what does that tell us about ourselves and where are we going? And so when you use psychology, you do a group and you do the group gestalt and you and you're done doing a, a week long seminar together, there is a story from everybody who gathered for that meeting um, that emerges and then you can look at that. Like here's our group story. And when you do a conference, there's usually a group story that emerges. And when you have a planet, there's a group story that's emerging. And we get to look at it and define ourselves and ask ourselves, what do we want to be? How do we want to, what's our legacy? You know, each president that leaves office says, I want my legacy and maintain my legacy. Well, what's the human legacy? What's our collective legacy? And what is our individual legacy that we're going to leave for future humans that look back on this time? And actually, we are the future humans. Our future selves, let's say we reincarnate. So it's actually ourselves in a future incarnation looking back at this history that we're recording now. And, um, you know, trying to figure out what were we trying to do back here on this day, 
uh, what is this, June 21st, 2019, or what, what did we set in motion? And did we actually accomplish our goals? Okay, back to you, TJ. Well, this is important, just like this history. They say that they do fact checks the best they can, and that's what we should do, and that's always been my job as an investigator. I just choose to do anomaly hunting or investigation with the UFO world, and uh, I noticed with MUFON when I was in it in 2008 and spoke uh, more than once with Kathy Martin that she was coming in with Dr. Uh, with Captain McDonald, and they moved the office to Ohio, Cincinnati, Dayton area on the cusp where I was living in Kentucky and Ohio, which was very convenient. It was still a five- or six-hour trip, maybe more, from where I lived in Kentucky. But the point I'm trying to make is UFO, I watched it grow, Mutual UFO Network, but it be couple, and so it has a history back to Wisconsin. So from Wisconsin, and then I got involved in the 60s with NASA in the area where Ken and I worked down in Houston. So I watched Mutual UFO Network grow into a world organization after uh, NICAP, and uh, CSETI went right along with them. But, you know, in the beginning was the Center for UFO uh, with J. Allen Hynek, uh, QFOS, a society, okay? So C-U-F-O-S. So there's already a history in Wikipedia, if anybody wants to check, on UFO organizations. So with the UFO Association uh, falling, it will fall under that uh, UFO acronym. Now, Allied Command Organization, on the other hand, may be more geared to the Space Force and space once people read uh, the story, whether they believe it or not, with my husband. And uh, we have many stories out there, many books out there already available, But uh, whether people want to read them or not. But they refer to Allied Command and Supreme Allied Command that we had in space. So what we need to do is figure out how much is reality versus how much is memory versus how much is history that we want to recognize on the planet, and then how do we justify fact-checking? And that's just like Ken was uh, saying. He has history with NASA in his book, but he put it in book form, which is a good, at least saying, this is who I am as autobiography, and these are my photos of my print presentation. And then uh, Ken, I mean, I'm mad saying, well, I have this graphic art ability with pixels to understand as an artist, and a digital uh, graphic artist to say, I can take the picture and look at the pixels at 400 versus 600 and tell if they've been touched or what they you know, possibly were in the first. So, you know, I was in forensics and my brother-in-law is in one of the big uh, people in Texas for forensics. So in the UFO field, that's become a very big division for knowing who, what, when, where, why, which is what we also use in journalism. So I was wanting to build journalists and uh, writers because I got started in publishing first investigator law enforcement security intelligence work. Or that's how I made a living as a professional. But I can't help that a lot of my personal uh, experiences had to do with something other than normal. So it would go to the paranormal desk at the FBI. And when you said paranormal, most people weren't interested in it. Now, those that are into it, 
they would gear it more towards cosmology, which is the heading cosmology, and then metaphysics fall under cosmology, various levels. So we get into taxonomy and epistemology, epistemology and the study of words, and then we get into the acronyms. And in the beginning when I started this show, it was to help uh, people want me to come on radio shows, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to be out with my personal experiences. But then uh, Janet wanted to promote an event, so we did Stargate to the Cosmos and began June 2012 here with TJ Marcy T Radio based on the fact that my Canadian publisher, Dirk Vanderplug with UFO Digest, already had a website, and I had American News Magazine, but here I was going to write about UFOs, and I learned real quick that there were those that read but they don't want to participate. And some of my family got upset with me because I was handling UFOs. So there are those that we need to recognize will want to be in something with the word UFO and those that do not. So that's how I wound up everybody, Ken, Ahmed, and Janet, with so many separate websites and uh, I guess you could say names because a lot of people don't want to deal with anything to do with paranormal, alienology, ufology. You know, there's barely will, willing to work with the History Channel. <laughs> so a lot of it has to do with what people are accustomed to in their situations and their cultures and their traditions. Ahmed, do you understand what I'm saying when we go forward? We'll have, we need to have a group for metaphysicians, which I'm really into helping body, mind, spirit, health and wellness, psychic fairs, and then there's those with UFOs. And some people are putting them together, which Janet can go into. But Ahmed, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? How how deep do we want to go down the rabbit hole or how far up the food chain off planet? <laughs> I'm really not sure what you're meaning. Uh, I mean, I, this subject is so vast and so deep that no matter how hard you try, you're not going to cover all of it. Right. I mean, well, we can we're trying not to. What we can do. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it's very some way that we come up with, with, with a title of the group uh, so that just about each and every one of those separate um, groups like that can identify, and that's that seems like the Allied Command. But now, something that just came up recently, uh, TJ, and you were talking about that uh, is already being used by the government. <laughs> we don't want to uh, try to come over and, and change that. But uh, at least coming up with a title and instead of UFO Association, which would eliminate people that don't even want to hear the term UFO. And, um, I mean, Allied Command is kind of a question like, oh, well, what is that? And that might bring in a few there. Um, I'm totally open to uh, any kind of suggestion that, would really fit what what it is that we're trying to do here. Uh, you you mentioned some of them to me a little bit earlier, TJ, and uh, I'm not sure I, I didn't write them down, so my brain doesn't hold it that long. Well, the company I've got is American Communications Online. That limited it to digital, basically American Communications Online, and there's one down the road called Accelerated Communications. There's similar ones to that too. So it doesn't matter what words we use. It's how are you willing to form a company and own it and run the business and the money through the channels and be responsible to the United States government while you're doing it. So the Supreme Headquarters for Allied Expeditionary Force 
is now null, but we have the Supreme Headquarters uh, that works with uh, SHAPE, the one I was talking about in Europe that Bob Dean, and Bob Dean is a part of, in, in at least in spirit, our group, because he uh, and gave Janet $500 on the Supreme, on the uh, one she started with me here on the radio show back in uh, 2012. So it's been a, a work in the making with different associations and groups based on uh, social media, nobody making any money, just people doing free work in the internet. So it is related digitally because we're all using uh, electronics and it's all based on communications. So I know that uh, we picked communications and I worked with a lot of people to come up with that word in American because they wanted us to concentrate on North and South America, on the American continent, because they divided the government and the planets up by uh, – actually, to be quite honest, in space, we've divided up by plates. You know the plates on the molten lava that float on the planet even though we're spinning in space? They go by resource right. management, Ken. So I would suggest to this group that we take heed to the actual space force and how one looks down at resource development and terraforming on the planets. And as we go to the next planet, be it uh, one we've already at one time been, you know, history of, or we believe in our psyche, such as Mars. When we go in there, we need to do resource management. And right now, you found uh, some group that's working, and they only discuss Mars and the moon, whereas my vocabulary and my bilocation deals with the entire, not only this universe, but seven levels like the Russian dolls, a, a universe inside a universe inside a universe. So I go uni, multi, meta, xeno, omni, and then alpha, omega for talking in American terms. So that's why I did American Communications and then online so people would know my business was in cyberspace. And there go – I didn't have to have a, a – I've got a license, but I can do it from my own house, and I don't get the pleasure of writing off any part of my house for office. But many people could possibly do that depending on their state and the federal government. So running something on the planet here together as an association – we need to have entitlement, but we can't get uh, to run a business. You have to have your state license, but we're running a digital community in space and cyberspace, so we have to meet FCC rules. But what we want to write about, that's called content, you know, and so we're going to have content, whether it's audio or video. And uh, these radio shows will just help people know what we want to do, whether we want to have discussions on topics. Or do we want to interview people based on – I got started with uh, promoting events, but mainly authors. That was my thing, was publishing and helping authors get their books out. And Janet and I came up with events after she wasn't going to do Stargate in 2012. We swapped over to uh, Lorient and, and MUFON, and we had Stanton come on, and we talked about UFO events. So that's where we've been moving forward. Now we're going into after seven years of forming a chain of command and an association with various topics and tracks to include disclosure and uh, the new time. And timing is everything, and timing's out. 
But there's going to be so many organizations, we can list them if we want to in the UFO Association organization as a trade organization, like CSETI, TUFOs, MUFON, and all the others, X-Filers, whoever's out there wanting to do something and give them a link into our organization, our people like Richard Dolan, George Filer, Michael Sala, you know, and ask them to be in our group and we will promote their group or their digest or their work. What do you think? I, I totally agree. And it's basically we're, we want to kind of create a an acronym, if you will, like you've got your ACO and we've got the MUFON and, and those others. Uh, I don't know if we've made that much progress tonight, but um, I, it's got to be something that if a person, even if it's verbiage, uh, like Allied Command, that, that tr- triggers somebody's brain and thinking, hmm, uh, Allied or Alien Command or what have you. Anyway, um, you, you had some ideas we talked about a little bit earlier, I think, on um, what would kind of tie all of those together. Um, uh, I don't know, was Janet, did, was it you that had some ideas on that or was that TJ? One or the other. <laughs> Testing one, two, three. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> I was on mute. Janet, uh, yeah, we've got various websites, but they're different topics. But Jay, Janet and I both have an alien contact and an ascension center group because we were promoting those words and those type of people and spirit. But go ahead, Janet. we got UFO Secret Space. you got several. So it's just pulling them together. But go ahead, Janet. Well, uh, right now I'm... Uh, <laughs> You know, I don't have the answer. Uh, I'm just here in this state of uh, flux trying to figure out what's the best thing to do. Um, I really like the Allied Command Organization, so I would pursue, you know, looking at that, if that tied it all together. But if anybody else has a better idea, I'm open to listening to it. Uh, but some kind of organization, you know, I, I was doing a bunch of organization association sites 15, 20 years ago. And so that was, I'm not going to mention the sites. I'm trying to actually revamp them into professional uh, directory on different niches, you know, niches, niches. This is a niche. But I think it's hot because we have uh, the information coming forth, like the other day when they did the, um, what do you call it? The pre- love press conference, but they they did the re- they revealed to the president and the senate, right? What's that called? I forget the name of that. Um, briefing. They did a briefing, right? So, and we're going to see something else, you know, in another couple of weeks. We've got all these television shows that are talking about the alien uh, involvement into our history. So, if this is a hot topic, and I don't want to do it for money, I don't want to do it for because it's hot, but I want to do it because it inspires me. It's exciting for me. I wake up and I go, oh, I get to be involved in this uh, awakening because we've been kept in the dark for so long by the repression of information. And I'm 65, and I'm so excited that, you know, when I was a kid, Star Trek came out. And when Star Trek premiered, I don't know what the date was, September or something, September 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, something like that. I, I I was so excited at the beginning. I, I had select people that I invited, it, and I had a color TV in my bedroom. I, I manipulated my poor poor father, he was so poor, to buy me a color TV because it was going to be in color, right? This was the 60s. 
lot of shows were still in black and white, and I wanted to see this in color. And I, when the commercial came, I literally jumped up and down the bed. And I'm 12 years old, and I'm jumping up and down the bed, like like screaming at a beetle, right? Like, there's a beetle, and I'm like, bring it to you. Ah! And then I had some people in the room, and I'm just, like, screaming. I'm so excited. And then uh, it goes back to the commercial, and uh, I think, and nobody could talk. <laughs> you know, I've, I've always been bossy, even when we were 12, right? So this is uh, it's coming from Circle. We've got Star Trek is still on. Uh, we're talking about interacting on a galactic and intergalactic level with intelligent beings that whole, have civilization. So it started out in science fiction. It hasn't gone away. I was there when they tried to kill off Star Trek. It was not a popular show. We had to fight for it. After season one, they threatened to cancel. So we're in a Star Trekian reality, and I am so anxious for this to really happen on this 3D Earth human level. So we get this information from Corey Good and the Secret Space Program, and all these people coming forth, and they're saying, hey, it is going on. It is real. We're just being held into this, this little darkness um, because they're, they're sucking us dry, you know? They... They are killing the planet with fossil fuel systems, which are way obsolete. You know, they, they make us fly. For me, I, I have to fly from Hawaii. That's it, hard on the body. You're in this uh, recycled atmosphere that's full of toxins. By the time you get out on the other end, they dump you on the mainland. You're, you're sick. You caught somebody else's flu virus, whatever. Everybody's in there coughing and recycled air. So I'm so, I'm so right, so ready for this, and so that's what I'm hoping, that we bring forth this. And maybe it doesn't matter what we call it, it's just start. And allow our VT friends to tell us what we're supposed to do. Yeah. There's two different ways of of coming into if I can jump in right fast. I mean, we can either uh, create a a acronym and put words to it, or we can take uh, some words and can then create an acronym that's speakable. Uh, Someone mentioned awakening a while ago, and that kind of triggered a thought pattern of awakening that because that's what we're wanting to do is to be sure we can awaken everybody to wanting to understand what's going on in the whole universe. And that kind of brings the whole thing in there. Um, well, I, I thought you, it was you, already you, the yeah, allied yeah. command organization. Didn't we run into a problem with that because it already exists uh, in Europe? Uh, TJ, you, you, you were telling me about it earlier. earlier. Well, um, when we looked it up, the way we look it up in cyberspace, fake folks, uh, whether fake or real, is the fact that we all use cyberspace, and the most popular w- uh, web browser is Google. We don't really go into the torrent or the dark uh, underground most because people don't concern themselves that much unless you're a hacker or you're interested in some of the darker things. But I've only learned about that from – uh, watching YouTubes and hackers. So let's say we're going along at the various levels of streaming and cyberspace now to get people's attention to participate. And we're very – the world's very competitive. It's not going to change that there's our, those in space competitive as explorers and trekkers, and there's on the planet. So I would say that we're working universally to become real and uh, – the reason I wrote the story about the Allied Command was for my husband and us working in and out of uniform in underground, in space, and, and, and we were had opportunities 
with consciousness, and it got me into he and I both into uh, quantum mechanics, quantum physics, lasers, and doing things that people didn't even know about. But now it appears the government is going to allow us to talk more about that, and we've been doing it for 20 years. I'm just becoming more vocal about it and asking people to join me in groups. And my husband's passed, so I asked Ken to step up. And what we're referring to is the Allied Command Organization. And we've sort of gone far with that because I've got a domain name called alliedcommand.org. And the concern was, would it be interfering with people's psyche when they looked on the Internet on their most popular browser as Google or even if you use Explorer or Word is how do we build it up? Well, the way we do that is what Janet and I, people that own domains, and the, the names are the location as an address in cyberspace. And a lot of people don't know that. They just know to go to their cell phone and put something in. And I see people all the time carrying around their phones. Well, our government in the world has got it where we're going to the next phase of communications and in your consciousness. So they want people to be able to run their life or their business or both, what we call personal or business or personal or professional, if you will, whichever way you want. So you automatically know that it's either for you personally or it's your business in cyberspace. So we're already uh, separated that way. So then they want to know, is it your, are you going by your name in cyberspace or are you going by your business? And most people go by both. But most people are just learning how they can find themselves on Instagram or getting FaceTime with people or uh, what older people use Facebook. Okay, The kids don't use it so much anymore. They have many other things they use. So you have to be educated in cyberspace. Really, and IT and tech technology is catching up, but there's still a lot of the older people here, and uh, we're tuning into how we can organize. So the Allied Command Organization had the uh, patch or Supreme Headquarters Allied Command, but they don't really have an Allied Command period as far as Supreme Headquarters. They have uh, a Supreme Allied Commander from World War II. And that's what we used to talk about with Tom. But we worked as commanders for the Allied Command, so we have a reality. Not everybody does. So for me, alliedcommand.org is what I got for a address. Now, the built-in, I've transferred it over to ACO Association, but I've got all the names out there. And we can put the data for the stories, videos, audio, and video for education, entertainment education, and communication of that through radio, television, YouTube, whatever. But I would suggest that since we're using Google, we go ahead with what we've got. And uh, I had already been paying for assets, as had Janet, for years with addresses. Those are called domain names. Now, where you take your address, it's like training a child on the planet. You don't just have your own name. You have a business name. When you come together as an organization, you have an address so people can find you. But you also have to have a hosting place or a house where you build a house. And so I've got plenty of those, and I pay for archived uh, housing information, uh, data, and uh, a place to put the archived information I have. And I call those different things. So I have UFOSecretSpace.com. I have Allied Command Organization. And I have UF, well, UFO Secret Space, UFO Association, and Allied Command Organization right now bought and paid for. 
But what I'm doing is I'd like to use our tools and assets, regardless of what we're writing about, the topics we're covering, the stories we're covering, just like the History Channel, okay, or Gaia TV, or whatever you like. And those are the ones I talk to most when I do speak to people. And uh, Metaphysical Institute is the one where people want to train the most. They want to know skills. So I, for me, have brought all that together, my husband and my history, how we were in uniform, out of uniform, how we were both historians, bring it all together. And uh, Mad's been working in radio for a long time, so he's great for helping us manage our time and efforts uh, on these radio shows. Janet for talking uh, about she wanted to do events, and then she wanted to meet people that had similar contact experiences. So we got involved with Edgar Mitchell and Free and our work in there, and we had done a little bit with uh, MUFON, so we had a history there. But I think it came together when we were talking about doing Stargate to the Cosmos with Trekkers, and I've got Star Trekkers and Star Warriors, and Tommy Hawksblood was helping us in the beginning, and he was uh, he was uh, able to talk about all the UFOs and the dark arts and the type of things he's done with Bruce Cornette, believe it or not, and Bruce was recently, I never even knew they knew each other. So I'm into synchronicity and learning about people, as we all are. So we're really sort of storytellers in cyberspace creating story, and we're providing content as the way that the computers will think of us. My big thing now, with, and I hope Ahmed and Janet and Ken will understand when I say one of my missions was to make sure people knew the difference in intelligence work. And on my mission, uh, the Ascension Age was the deepest, darkest secret I had was coming to this world and this planet at this time and to reincarnate and be here now was to participate in knowing what I know in space that there, the Allied Space Command is contending with those with a soul and those that have no soul. And a lot of people during this Ascension Age process are going to be having to come to terms with meeting people that aren't people the way you think of people now. And that is part of what the real Supreme Allied Command is concerned with, and that was part of my mission when I came down here from the original Allied Command in space. So now that the cat's out of the bag and we can't put the genie back in the bottle, we've just got to figure out how to talk about how we're going to deal with people in space and on the planet that are aware of the future that's IT and AI. And that's real, folks. It really is. So right now we're pretty much controlled by computers. It's too late to turn back. So that's why I'm educating people that we need to have a trade association, and we know the people we're talking to because inside computers, just like in Facebook, you may be talking to somebody, and they're catfishing you, and that's a big television show. So television's helping. History Channel's helping. YouTube's helping, but we all have a job to do, and that's to learn about each other and that we have a human body, but I guarantee you within the next year, <laughs> you will be learning in 2020 that you're going to have to actually be able to see 2020 
and know what a soul is in a person with a soul. And we can go all into what I like to go into is people in science fiction to explain that. But I got very close to Tessa Dick, who is uh, Philip K. Dick's wife, and they do a lot of movies I love. My husband and I, we love Total Recall, and uh, I love uh, the Adjustment Bureau, uh, Philip K. Dick. So we've taken on with the government the fact that they love authors, they love science fiction, and they know that a lot of us in consciousness that are awake can do this bilocation and know and see things in the future. So Janet and I have been discussing time travelers. And uh, back in 2015, I believe it was Ahmad that helped me form Aracop. And uh, Ahmad, do you remember Aracop? Of course, right now it's forwarded over. But it's time to start getting real, folks, with what people are. And if you know who you're talking to, not just on YouTube, uh, the voice you're hearing may be a person with a soul and not a soul. Is that too far down the rabbit hole? Uh, Mad, what do you think about what I just said? Because I'm telling the truth. I, I don't doubt there's people out there that have no soul. I mean, look at our politicians. <laughs> I like that. We needed some lightning up, folks. <laughs> that yeah, makes sorry, I couldn't help it. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> so, so we did something that makes us. Like free and MUFON and ACO, I don't know, um, Allied Command Organization. You also were saying Allied Command um, something else. You added something else to it earlier. So there's, you've got a lot of those things, TJ, <laughs> ACOs. Well, yeah, that's why I put it under the umbrella of American Communications Online, see. Now, all uh-huh. of them say that, see. I mean, they're all under that one uh, umbrella corporation, which is American Communications Online. All of them are the division of that because that's the business. Keeping it real, that's what we would have people to make checks out to, make payments that. And then we have the different tracks. If they went into UFO Association or UFO Secret Space or Alien Contact or whatever the topic or track was for that day, you know, because they may not buy a ticket into every room with every speaker if we get into events. But we're talking overall information, just like the History Channel. We can have ACO Radio. We can have ACO UFO Association organizers discussion, which we're having tonight. But you're right. That would be easiest because it's already set up with the license, and uh, people know we're doing business in cyberspace. But, you know, it's building a club. TJ, calling it American Communication Online, doesn't that kind of alienate us from the rest of the world? Europe, Asia, South America, South Pole? Well, I'm already already an Allied Command off-planet, so on the planet, I have TJ Mars Agency, too, and I have TJ Mars ET Radio, but these are all brands that are established. But as far as the acronyms, the government's very much on ACE and ACO in the United States of America. But as far as universally, that's why the UFO Association stands out. It lets people know immediately what they have built up through the Cold War, even though they call them anomalous anomalous phenomena. Your John Q. public that we're educating doesn't know that. But, yeah, uh, we've got Allied Command as a division of the home court. It's like the holding court. You know, in stock, what do you trade as? ACO, three right. letters, 
Yeah, it has uh, to be based somewhere. You know, and and America is just the you know that's where the the, the uh, headquarters. corporation headquarters. part is that at is is all. It can be worldwide, even though it says America. You know, oh, okay. a television show called Amazing Race is a beautiful story, and they go all over the world, and it's very good for the entire world because you get to see all the cities and all that, and they go all over the world, and I just love it. It's called Ama- the Amazing Race. But, you know, it depends on what yep. we're working towards. But the main thing is the four of us come together and uh, go forward in a newsletter. And the main thing is that we're working together. And then from there, we've got all these people out there working with each one of us in social media groups. I just happened to start a bunch. Janet started a bunch. And then we cross over in each other's groups. But, you know, that doesn't – as Janet and Ken, you can attest to with Lewis Reinhardt and, and Andrew Bishago just as friends of ours – that we all met. I met folks, Janet, and I haven't met a mad yet, but we're planning to maybe in the next year or two having our own little event as a fundraiser, which organizations do. Associations, unincorporated associations, they have groups and they have fundraisers. So we're talking about having our own in the future. We don't know, but the money would go into American Communications Online as a fundraiser. Now we're talking about 50% profit and 50% not profit. And I've had that set up for years as ACE and ACO, but we can discuss what those mean. But as far as the articles and bylaws and a real professional association, I've had the same one with a history for years back to Hawaii, and that's called the ACO Association with articles and bylaws for Ascension Center, Ace Metaphysical Institute, my Ascension Psychic Awakening classes, which David Wilcock is going to be teaching now, understand. <laughs> so, I mean, everything I've done historically, there's a lot of people out there doing the same thing. So I used to put my clothes on runways in Las Vegas and Chicago and New York and Dallas. I had showrooms I paid 5000 a month for all over the nation, Atlanta, Dallas, New York, uh, Chicago, California, you know, at L.A. Mart. So I know that even though I did all this and put all this money into my products, my handbags, small other goods, shoes, purses, you name it, showrooms next to you know, uh, very famous people in the showrooms, big names you'd know, and have people like Gucci and Louis Vuitton, same people in Italy and France making my stuff with my logo that – the government already knows I know what I'm doing and that I know how to do it. That's not the question. The question is, who are the people you want to work with, and do they have a soul, and is their heart in the right place? But we came together because UFO is the word with the discussion that we all had in common, but we also are about disclosure and forming a group of people that want to be with other people for the right reasons. Because we only have so much time. So I have a spiritual science community. So I want to keep my Sunday show, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on how to get that built again, too. And that's where the Ascension Center came in and the lessons for Ascension Age. So we'll just have to figure who falls into what slot, so to speak, because we can't do everything. Lord knows I keep trying. And uh, it is hard, Ahmed. But Ahmed's agreed to help me with American Communications Online which is organizing the ACO, which is the Allied Command Organization as well, and the UFO Association. And I promote acoassociation.com and ufoassociation.org. And then I'm forwarding my, my company, American Communications Online, over to ACO Association as the hub. And I will have Janet, uh, Mad, and Ken's name on those. 
And then as far as the future radio shows, panel leaders and all that, there may be other people that want to be involved. And then I'll work with authors and journalists, agents, consultants, organizers, and we're really interested in the future. And I'm all about trying to get us some books written with the future, and it's fun to see what comes out of other people's minds in the science fiction genre. You know, but this is an honor. This is how I feel, guys, if you want to help me. But Thomas R. Morris brought us the Allied Command and the patch, and I asked uh, uh, Ken to step up to his place as a commander because that this was very real to me off planet. So I was called Commander Morris. He was called Commander Morris. So that was already confusing. <laughs> I'm used to that. But now we've got Awakening the Allied Command, so to speak. And how do we go forward? So, uh, Everybody's got an idea. Everybody can do the same thing. Everybody can have their own YouTube. But the things I'm going to promote out there will probably be with the ACO, UFO, and uh, how we come together and, and work together in the future. And uh, just tell me and tell me. That's already created, and you already have it created, and, and it's easy to step in it. It gives it almost ready made for us to be able to. Pick right up and keep going the same way it was, you were headed. So, I'm I'm good with the, the ACO. Uh, uh, the others, how do you feel about it, Janet? Or... Oh, I'm like hey, okay, man. yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Um, I think it's a great name. That's what I said when we when <laughs> came up with it. I go, you got a winner here, and she comes up with some really good names. And I said, wow, this fit, and so. Um, you know, I, I think we should do it if somebody uh, protests. We can address it at that time, but I think uh, we might have it covered yep. by having well, that named it the mad call. Well, oh, yeah, we're running out. Yes. Well, well, I said, two yeah. minutes left. Um, I'm mad. You're going to put it line. You got two minutes left. The, the only thing I, I was saying was, is when you Google just that, it comes up with the government stuff. That was the only reason I said add the other. Of course, eventually, if we get enough stuff out there, we'll blow the governments off the Google. And <laughs> by the way, the dark web is not a bad thing. The dark web is just 90% of the Internet is not indexed. Indexed sites is what Google has. The rest of the Internet is not indexed. That's what the dark web is called. So, and we should get educated it, um, about that. Right, Amanda? Are, are you coming to... Are you, sorry, are you referring Jim, to Allied Command organization, organization, or the American Communications Online? Well, or the, how company you blend the, two? American, the company is American Communications Online, Ken, that's already set up. That's just a, a name that a business that's gone through all the red tape. But under that, we can do, do DBAs, divisions. But you and, you and uh, well, all of us would just run it through there because it's established, and it's a Florida Agreed. company. But after that, I will run uh, PayPal uh, to these uh, domain names, and then we, we can set up our own artwork. Like right now, uh, Ahmed and I are both on DeviantArt, but, uh, and then all of us are on Patreon, I believe. We all got a Patreon account. So what we'll do, Ken, is actually educate everyone as to the tools and software we use until we get our own written, and we can have our own forums and newsletter monthly or whatever. Okay. I've been able to do all that. I just hadn't had the time to get my company organized, and everybody can do what we're doing, every individual. 
the, and that's what the government wants. They want everybody working in that cyberspace for free now, just like everybody promotes and, and posts on Facebook free. You know, and now the government uses that and can use it in court against you, believe it or not. And I've seen it done, and I've heard it done. So whatever data – it's data. It's content providing. We're all providing content in cyberspace. Now, the trick is to decide who you would like to work next to with as a personal or professional. And you like the word for me not to say play, which I mean because I'm not getting paid social media and Facebook or doing social content. You're doing good. You're but doing professionally, good. when you get paid a dollar to do something, you become a professional. You got paid to do that. So I would like to all of us be entrepreneurs, independent contractors with that understood, and that uh, you know, if we have to, as a company and as an organization, after they make, I think it's 675 as an individual, instead of volunteering, they got paid through the company at an event, then we would have to send them a form of paper that the IRS recognizes as an independent contractor. So as far as running the company, I know how to do all that, and it's not a problem. But as far as profit or nonprofit, we had established, at least with Mad and I, that we'd like to start making money and put 50% profit and 50% nonprofit, sort of like most people have. If, you know, But we'll, we'll, we'll contend with all that. But right now, if you guys can agree with the articles and bylaws of the ACO Association, that's just what I've used with my psychic, metaphysical, whatever we write books, ebooks, whatever we're doing, radio shows. I just say this is set just as a guideline, and we can do our etiquette and policies and all that as we go. We can revise them. All four of us can get together, go forward. But, uh, you know, we all got a part, and we all get at what we do. The thing is learning to work together. I, I'm just going to keep coming back to. It's the people. It's not the data. It's the people. It's not the computers, right? And so that's the part I mean about the soul is let's start fact-checking and know the people we're getting involved in. Let's meet them and tell them they have to be with us at least one year and meet us. Like I went to meet you, Ken, and I went to meet you, Janet, and I will soon be meeting Ahmad by 2020, I hope, in the next year. But I'm pretty sure Mad's a human with a soul. I would be very hard pressed to think he wasn't. After seven years, come on. <laughs> I, I'm on but, soul, sister. And okay. he's also um, Yeah, I'm going to be sure I get Ahmed's um, email address. And I'll get it offline. So because I'm going to send you um, all the things I have on the my, artwork and stuff for our organization. My, my. My email address is themadpainter13 at yahoo.com, and I answer all emails. So if somebody's got questions about any of this, they can email me. Sounds like a winner. T-O-T-MAD, right? Z-MAD, not a-MAD. Z-MAD painter. Z-MAD painter. T-H-E-M-A-D. T A I N T E R thirteen at yahoo dot com. Got it. And if they want to be, okay. if they want to participate, uh, now Ken, you're going to be setting up, and you've agreed because uh, one of the gentlemen called from Virginia that wanted to be in this, and you know you've got the national director is Dr. Bruce Maccabee. So uh, we've got Bruce, oh, Bruce. Yeah, and, and that uh, what is that, Janet? The gentleman with the T. Uh, 
gosh, what is his name? Charles, the one Charles that, Charlton. Charlton? Charlson. Is that what you're, yeah. I don't know if it's, it's Charlson is his last name, Ken, T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N. Charlson, Hugh Charlson, my brother's name, Hugh, H-U-G-H-T-R-A-U-L-S-E-N has been with us from the inception of TJ CDT Radio, and he wants to make sure we have a veterans night that he can participate in with all the veterans that are retired or want to do, you know, proud to be an American type of VA story, or we can do the Supreme Allied Command with all the headquarters in Europe and follow Bob Dean night so we can talk more intelligence or military history. So we need one of those nights, which, Ken, you could run with the chain of command and the National Archives for uh, history of soldiers, airmen, all of that, which would be a huge task. But they did have an expeditionary force, and we can have an expeditionary force in space. And uh, Ahmed has agreed to run general manager as the radio shows, try to have one, at least one a night that people could tune into. And then Janet has her own that she runs, uh, already one for Ascension Center, one for Stargate to the Cosmos, and uh, whatever else she's promoting at the time to have radio shows and uh, how she does those. Uh, I just want to get mine organized to make sure that we're going forward with uh, for our artists and our authors and our historians and researchers. And people have all joined all these groups out there for free because they knew I would bring them all together someday. <laughs> Hopefully, with you three helping me, we can all take a piece of the pie and make it blend together weekly. And uh, so, Ahmad, if you can help us, we'll get with Hugh Charlson and Ken on a military, and that chain of command can reflect on that group as well. And Janet and I'll get yep. with you on alien contact for, uh, I guess Janet wants to keep doing experiencers. It was sort of like I was going with where Kathy Martin came in and helped the UFO business. That They weren't just the nuts and bolts of sightings, but they wanted to talk with C5 or people that have had traumatic experiences or consider themselves abductees or contactees are experiencers. So there's a whole new track of having people discuss or get together at these UFO conferences uh, with therapists where parapsychology okay, or psychologists came in. Mm-hmm. I'll, um, I'll get out, try, try to get out the rest of this week uh, to everybody that's here on tonight. Um, what I've already put together, we can plagiarize, I, you know, this way we don't have to create it completely from scratch and um, uh, everything from chain of commands that have been used and other setups in the space program for real and for not real and as well as uh, symbols of, of rank, symbol of organizations within the organization. I've got about uh, 12 or 19, someplace around 19 pages that I'll put together in an email and uh, I'll, I'll get those out to everybody uh, this, this week. Let me explain something, uh, Ken. I'm a journalist and a publisher and a writer and investigative reporter. And uh, yes, ma'am. I don't like the word plagiarize, so I'm going to swap that to a model. That use that in engineering terms. That you have a, a model <laughs> that we can use. <laughs> hey, if, you, if you can change and not call it playing, I can. Yeah, I, I can call I it a model. Like, yeah. Well, I don't like that term either. <laughs> Well, if, if you're not calling it play, I can I can certainly call it a model. You bet. 
Yeah, we'll do model versus plagiarism. I'll get you all a copy of the model. Did I lose you? Hello. No. What what most people don't realize. What most people don't realize is every business has a chain of command. If it exists as a business, it has a chain of command. Gotta have it. Okay, and Amanda uh, is all for our helping us, and, you know, directors don't make much. As a matter of fact, they're not allowed to make much if it's a corporation and they're directing it. So, you know, a general manager position sounds better. You could pay one of those, but it'd be very hard. But right now we need – we've got directors, but, you know, in a company we're not incorporated yet, so that's okay. So we're using all these different words. But we'll get it down where it's organized, and right now – Believe it or not, I'm just running the company by myself, but that's for legal terms. But as an organization, we can be unincorporated and forming ACO, use it, the acronym ACE, ACO, whatever. But I've got ACO UFO Association tonight, so people will know that the ACO is for the Allied Command in space, but we also are aware that it's used to pull it up in the military, but we're not trying to fraud anyone. Matter of fact, my specialty was arson, fraud, and subrogation. But you'd have to look those terms up to see those were how I was trained in in investigations. So we're just trying to get together and say we're going to have a chain of command. We're going to call ourselves the Allied Command Organization, a division of American Communications Online. And then these are radio shows we're going to do, have a newsletter and have an organization. And we can put you in a trade organization with the UFO Association, and we will have different patches and stuff. But I have the – ACO up on this TGMR CT radio is Ace Folk Life on the top, ACO down. It looks like a UFO banner or a copper. I don't know. It's supposed to be like a flag, <clears throat> they call it. But it actually stands for UFO, believe it or not. <laughs> I'll explain I, it. I have to interrupt the, just a minute here because I'm going to lose my battery. It's on the red. So I wanted to say goodnight to okay. everybody. And my headset and my phone on the charger. But thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, Love and blessings to everybody that have been listening. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you, Dan and, and uh, Thomas and TJ. And much love and blessings. And aloha from me, right. Janet Care Lessons. Uh, okay, we're all going to go. Yeah, we're sort of out of time, folks, so we appreciate it, Janet. And she was scared her battery was going to go down, and mine will be too. So thank you, guys. I hope we did okay, folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. uh Ken, we look forward Stay to your chain of command and working with us every Friday night on a radio show. Right. And general manager is a mad painter. So, Ken, just you know, keep doing what you're doing, and we'll all work together and see where it goes from here, right? That's all we can do. Big <laughs> four, roger that. I think it's off okay. to a good start, and we'll just keep doing what we're doing. And Mad's working on the news magazine or letter or newsletter or Anyway, he's a good graphic artist, and we're going to put some articles in there, and we'll work towards space advocacy and disclosure So together, right, for Space Force and Space right. Command. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ahmed. Thank you, Ken. All right, Ken. y'all have a good I'll be good here next week. Thank you, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night.